You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. What's the lesson with Jill and I? Hey, everyone. Um, We have taken you through a little bit of our journey thus far in like the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, the, why, the how. <laughs> Ooh, that was fast. Um, last episode, we talked a little bit about how we discovered this purpose of ours. Um, and today I think we want to talk about why, um, parents sought out our services right away Mm -hmm. and how big this work would have been for us had we engaged in it a little sooner. Oh, this is going to be good. Well, honestly, how many times have we asked ourselves that question? Oh, Like how much would we have benefited from this knowledge? We call them tools um, from having these tools when we were 13, 14, 15, continue on. All the way into our adulthood. All the way to now. Absolutely. And, And looking back, there were probably a few and far between people who planted seeds for us. Mentors, totally. Mentors, coaches, teachers. However, I feel like it was almost soiled, not in a good way. (laughs) It was not intentional. It was not intentional. Mm -hmm. And it spoiled the seeds that were planted. And we went through the School of Hard Knocks to learn our lessons and gain the experience. Well, and what you just said is exactly why we joke that we're good mentors is because we (laughs) have done everything wrong. We, Mm -hmm. um, in our own different ways, we were kids that got in a lot of trouble for behavior that was bad, um, bad grades, misbehaving in public places, breaking rules. Jill and I talked a lot about this period of being a teen where teens are finding their autonomy, mm-hmm. which means they're discovering a sense of self, which also means that they push back on authority. And if there is a better definition than Jill and I than that, we'd love to see it because <laughs> we were fighting for our autonomy. Absolutely. Um, I can recall back to probably when I was 13, 14, did it start for me? Oh, same. I felt like I was way too cool for school. Shoot. At such <laughs> a young age yeah. where I'm like, mom and dad, congratulations. You basically basically can let me go and fly. And then I would have no idea what it meant to pay bills mm-hmm. or what car insurance was <laughs> or anything like that. But Autonomy is so important in seeing our kids as able and capable. Mm -hmm. However, we we hold such high expectations 
on our kids. And that's where the conflict comes in. It's like, we want to give you this opportunity. And if you mess up, you're dead and you're going to get in trouble. And, you know, some empty threats thrown in there along em- the way. Oh, man. And <laughs> me being a parent, I am the queen of them as well. So no digs on parents who give those empty threats. But we're here to help you not deliver empty threats, but help foster that growth in your kid without feeling the resistance. At least that's our hope. Absolutely. So when we talk about like this conversation or having these tools when we were that age, what we thought that looked like was group coaching, which it will be, but we put out all of these topics like mindfulness and meditation and abundant thinking versus scarcity. And all of that sounds well and good and are things that we deliver on. But what was it that parents sought us out for as soon as we announced that we were opening this business? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I'm like, oh, I am. Um, I mean, a, a couple of things, mm-hmm. couple, and you can be like one of those. That wasn't what I meant. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm looking at her like, tell me the answer. One was for confidence, mm-hmm. self-esteem over the pandemic. Like, I, I'll, I'll never forget the amount of parents calling us and saying, her light was so bright. Yeah. And all of a sudden we've seen it dim. Can you help us get it back to full wattage? Yeah. Did I get it? Yeah, that was that was <laughs> what I pitched up to you. Okay, good. But confidence obviously spreads in so many areas of one's life. It's so a mass, if, it's a huge topic. So if confidence goes down, what else goes down? The ability to make friends, the ability to want to go out in public situations again and not feel stupid, positivity. Yeah, your mindset, how to look at things. The other thing that a lot of parents said was like she was involved in XYZ, whether that's sports, whether that's band, whatever extracurricular activity it was, her confidence went went down, which then affected XYZ over here. So can you help her get that back? Yeah. And that, you guys, has literally been the number one question of us on how we can help girls. So let's talk about for people listening. And if if any parent or caretaker is listening, they're like, oh, how how? Yes, my daughter is this. What what could be our three tips to give them? so that they can start being in the conversation or being in the right questions to ask their daughter. Three things that they can focus on. Um, Body language is huge. And I know telling your daughter to change her body language probably isn't gonna make her wanna change her body language, right? We all know the arms crossed on the chest, the looking down at the Ooh, phone. The the hood on. Yeah. The girls are really big into sweatshirts. Like the hood on. I don't want making eye contact and not standing (laughs) up tall because the hood is on. But what we can give to you is that if you model these behaviors, if you are consistent in making eye contact, in having a firm handshake, in standing up tall, more likely than not, your daughter is going to emulate what you're doing, especially with helpful little nudges along the way. I can't even begin to tell you how many times my mother told me to stand up straight. Guess what I do now at 33? I check myself. Roll those shoulders back. If my shoulders are not rolled back, I make sure to take a second to take a deep breath and roll my shoulders back because I want to stand up tall. Standing up tall breeds confidence in me because of that. So body language is one. Um, I was also going to say something about not nagging. Oh, yeah. Because we can shift into the, the second point, but I wanted to call out if you're noticing your daughter not 
doing this, those, those things. How can you get curious by asking questions versus making assumptions? Because the second that you assume or tell a story about why. Correct. Mm -hmm. She's going to immediately shut down and defense, defense. You are dead to her. (laughs) Yes. Like, forget about it. Yeah. So. Again, that this is where the expectations come in. It's like lower your expectations. And meet her where she's at. Meet her where she's at. So um, just a little, little caveat there. Number two is positivity. So positivity is, is not just about, oh, it's rainbows and sunshine, but truly it's checking in with your state of being. Yes. So where your focus goes, your energy flows. And the one super practical example of that I can think is when you're driving and you're on a straight road, let's just say it's in Nebraska, I-80 is one of the straightest highways in America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody's like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you turn <laughs> to the left and you look at the cows. How oh, cute. There's a herd of cows over cute. there. When you turn back to face the road, more often than not, you're veering towards where you are looking. Mm. Where your energy goes, your energy flows. Yeah. So with that said, if you're focused on the negative, which we're all guilty of. Absolutely. We have a bad day. That's why that book was wrote about Alexander. It was a no good, very bad, awful, whatever adjective Terrible you day. <laughs> Terrible day. And it continued to be that because he continued to focus on those things. Mm-hmm. So if you can take the lesson out of that. So what is this day teaching me as opposed to what is this day doing to me? Then your energy can start to transition to finding the positives in that day. Absolutely. So again, with the point of nagging, yeah, you want to be that gentle reminder, not that nag that there's positives in every day. Absolutely. Hey, honey, I know that whatever that was, was, was awful. Mm, If I were were in your shoes, I would be upset too. Mm -hmm. Take some time and let me know what you need, but just know that it will get better. There was an acknowledgement there. You likened yourself to her in understanding. You gave her space in order to work through that in her head, and you reminded her of something positive in order to have a takeaway. Absolutely. So that was beautiful. So it wasn't so, you know, like we need – they're teenagers. They're learning. They're their frontal cortex is not fully developed. So they're learning. And even though you're, you probably want to be like, get over it. It's fine. Your life allow, isn't that bad. Like have a mortgage and a car payment and, 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 and. It's allow, like, yeah. allow them to feel and guide them through it so they can get over it faster to move back onto that positive side. Point number three is having a growth mindset. So we're taking kind of the principles from positivity Mm -hmm. and applying it to our mindset because the opposite of a growth mindset is a scarce mindset. Yeah. So that's like competition as opposed to collaboration. And I personally grew up in a household where competition was a thing. It was a one-up. It was, I'm going to do better than you. This was with my dad and my brother. So as soon as I was born, I was having to – vie for myself. Yeah. So I, I, 
I didn't understand the principles of a growth mindset at all. Hey, look at me. Look mm -hmm. at me. I'm looking for your external validation. Yeah. Do you see me? Did you see how great I did at softball and at school? Mm -hmm. And when I was the contributor or the editor of my yearbook, you yeah. guys see me over here? I've got straight A's. I put on a cute outfit. My makeup is fire. How many teenage girls right now are screaming for external validation because they don't have a growth mindset? Oh, I, I don't even want to even guess I the percentage. Either. Yeah. So how do we fix that? How do we teach girls that it's not about what other people think of them? It's about how they see themselves. So as opposed to external validation, it becomes internal validation. Internal validation. And there's a whole podcast coming on yeah. that. We would unpack way too much in this yeah. point in time. But just knowing that we need to be able to flip it from external to internal, I think gives us enough homework to take away oh, from this. I totally agree. With that concept alone. And with that, with that, my challenge to you, listener, parent, girl, teen, whoever's listening is how are you modeling that around her? Mm. How are you modeling that for yourself? Are you the one who is seeking external validation? Are you looking for the likes after you post your Instagram photo or when you post your TikTok or when you go to your job and you're, you're looking for the feedback that you've been yearning for from your boss? Check in with yourself. Yeah, because um, none of that is innately bad. No. Like I'm a words of affirmation person, so I seek affirmation from my boss if I'm doing a good job. Um, that's However, me. I'm her boss. If, <laughs> no, she isn't. <laughs> However, if it becomes the sole source, Correct. that's when it becomes a problem. And it becomes unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So check in with yourself because the old saying goes, monkey see, monkey do. Mm. You could say all day long to seek internal validation as opposed to external validation, but if you're not modeling that every day for your kids, they're not going to do that either. Yeah. Last point is what Jill just said. Check in with yourself. How are you showing up for the world and for yeah. your kids at home? And with that, go out there, make somebody's day today. Whatever that looks like, go out there and make somebody's day. And remember what we say, the more you know, the better you do. And we'll see you guys next time. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.